0: good morning hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful tuesday morning a little chilly out there so i want to grab you a coat as you're heading out the door but i uh, hope everybody will have a blessed and wonderful day today and hey praise god we woke up and give us another day to serve him so praise the lord and uh let's hopefully we get this day going on the right direction let's see what we have watching this morning we got amy oaks turner which i saw on Facebook, is, today is her birthday, so happy birthday, Amy. Hope you have a great one. Miss Tracy Little, Mr. Rusty Paul Darlene Barker, Mike Hensley, Michelle Fox-Harris, the myth, the legend, that is, Miss Moussey, and uh, Debbie Jackson Sipes. So good morning to all my wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ this morning, and uh, hope you all had a good night's rest, and you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day running. Well, at this time, let's do our Pledge of allegiance. Allegiance. Oh, Brandy Boyd Young, glad to see you this morning. All right, Pledge Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, praise God, you know, as I say every morning, I praise God that we were born in this country with opportunities unlike any other place in the world, Our freedoms we enjoy unlike any place in the world, and yet we have people out there who seek to destroy those very freedoms that uh, we hold so dear, and I tell you what, I'm, it amazes me, I, you know, I was talking about this uh, race in Virginia, the governor race up there, and uh, McCullough and Yunkin, and uh, Yunkin's in the lead right now, but they interviews us people, And uh, it amazed me, one woman she interviewed, uh, or they interviewed, I think it was a a woman they interviewed, said, uh, said, well, why you vote for McCulloch And he said, uh, she said, that guy looks like a lunatic. Anyway, she said, um, uh, because he's Democrat, he's been in office for, don't matter the issues. See, that's the problem we have. It don't matter the issues. It don't matter what these people stand for, what they're supporting, but because they hold to particular Ideological group, they're going to vote that way anyway. You know, if they've always voted Democrat, they're going to keep voting Democrat. keep—they've always, you know, voted conservative. They keep voting. I'm going to vote for whatever holds closest to my ideals and convictions as a Christian, despite party lines. But that's why—that's why we're in such bad shape to keep because people don't care about the issues; they just care about uh, well. That's way my daddy voted. Why my great-granddaddy? That's why I don't like all these people from California and Joy-Z uh, coming down here because. Uh, in mass droves, as they are, because I'm worried they're going to continue to vote the way they have been, even though they're trying to escape <laughs> the, the garbage they voted into office. They're going to try to uh, continue to do the same thing here until we become just like that. It's, it's mind boggling. And uh, of course, this morning in Google News, they was talking about uh, the uh, fictitious relationship between Superman's son and another boy. And I just, I just, I tell you guys, I've had a belly full of this perversion being shoved down our children's throats and uh in fact uh it's one of the uh on fox one of the women they were talking about uh as opposed to the school board said they were given a book this kid was given a book to read uh said that on appearance it seemed like it was about soccer but then when you get more into reading that that book uh said that it was telling kids it was okay to to kiss uh, the same sex at parties or sleepovers and it just Uh, The the attack on our young people is unlike anything I've ever seen. You know, all all, all I've heard screaming uh, from the liberal left and uh, the LGBTQ is, But what we do in our bedrooms is our business, and you can't help who you love. But it's gone beyond that to pushing their agenda on our children and brainwashing and indoctrinating them to thinking this alternative hedonistic lifestyle choice is okay. And I tell you, man, I'm about sick of it. I've been sick of it for a long time. And uh, I don't know. You guys, we're about to cover this nation in prayer like never before, our children in prayer like never before, because it's... uh, it's not good. So these kids are very confused. Particularly when you're reading articles about moronic parents who uh, allowing a two-year-old uh, dictate, or a three-year-old, or five-year-old somewhere in there dictate to say that they think that they're a uh, if it's a boy, think they're a girl, or a girl thinks it's a boy, and they're uh, supporting that instead of you know it's just it's sick, man. It's absolutely sick. It just uh, makes you somatic and straight. But anyway. Alright, let's look at our daily scripture this morning, Romans chapter 8, verse 26. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. I don't know what just happened upstairs, but something sounded like it uh, came to a crashing blow. I hope everybody's okay and nobody fell or is hurt. That makes me nervous when I hear loud crashes upstairs uh, while I'm speaking. But anyway, I uh, don't want anybody to be hurt. But uh, hello, uh, Ms. Heineke, glad you're watching. But um, yeah, you know, when we, uh, we need to make sure we are dedicated uh, to our prayer life uh, each and every day. You know, it's scary to think that statistically uh, 90, now I'm not, this is no, no no joke here, 90% 90% of Christian evangelicals do not have a good prayer life. That's, that's not a good uh, statistic to look at. Uh, I mean, in, in all seriousness, that is uh, uh, that's bad. Uh, that 90% do not have a prayer life? Now, uh, this, I'm not blowing smoke when I say that when I was doing my doctoral studies up in Indiana, I was sitting in there with a, a group of potential uh, pastors or missionaries or evangelists in there, and uh, uh, so I forgot how it came up. I remember distinctly uh, the classroom setting, how we were all there, and how it came up. I think the teacher might have asked, do you have your personal devotional time? Because I think it was getting to the point uh, that, that was being made, that a lot of pastors out there think that their studies for their sermon counts as their devotional time. And I think that was the point that the teacher was trying to make, is that we need to have our personal quality time uh, alone, on you know because what we do a study in preparation for a, a sermon or a teaching, is not devotional time. that's two separate things. And uh, of course I've I've been raised that way. And, but um, when I talked about it, yeah, I get up every morning, and that's why I get up at four every morning to spend time in the Word and in prayer before doing these morning devotions. Uh, you know, I was, I was making, uh, of course that's before I was doing these devotions and uh, talking about how I do that every morning, and I was shocked at the amount of pastors who sit in there uh or men in there i said they weren't all going to be pastors they had other areas of study they're working on but uh he said boy i wish i could do that i wish i had time to do that and that that really blew my mind it really did i just uh i couldn't believe that uh, that now here i'm sitting here with people who are wanting to evangelize and minister and they're not spending quality time in prayer and in the word i uh, uh, to me you know because as a pastor, we're on the spiritual front lines. Uh, I mean, and, and that's why, you know, of course, <laughs> just as my family alone, you've seen the massive attacks we've been under in a, in a major way. And so we're on the front lines. And I don't understand how you could be on the front lines and not be prepared for the battle, not be ready for what's to come and the attacks that are coming. If I didn't have that time of prayer and in the Word, I, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be standing here right now. And I so I, that really blows my mind. But there's a lot of people out there who neglect their personal time in prayer with Jesus Christ. And you know, and I've told you all this before too. There's times when I've done counseling, and they're you know confessing, uh, you know, everything and anything they need to get off their chest. And that's one of the first things I ask: Have you give this over to God in prayer? Have you prayed about this? And you about I would say 90% or more uh, have all looked up at me and said no. And and, and I've even looked at them and said, Well, don't you think that's the first thing you should have done is bring this to God in prayer? Do people not understand the power of prayer? I think people underestimate that, underutilize uh, that prayer time between you and God. And remember, God's not some big magical genie. You know, He's not, you know, you'll rub the lamp and smoke appears. You say, Well, God, uh, today I want. Uh, 3.5 million dollars a ferrari a, and a fast jet and uh, uh and god's going to blink his eyes and you get everything you ask for now there's those out there like i was talking about uh when was it um, sunday evening uh message that people have this uh what they call it consider called positive confession which it goes right directly back to the unbiblical teachings of health wealth name it claim it uh, types of teachings out there that if you pray in a positive way, then God has to grant it to you. That's just baloney. I mean, that's just evil. I mean, that's just garbage right there. I mean, God is not out to bless your personal pocketbook and your finances. God may, may bless you in certain ways to help you meet your needs, but God's more worried about where you're at spiritually, uh, and, or I should say worry, he, he wants you to be where you're at, uh, need to be spiritually. And, uh, and that's the th- kind of things we need to pray from a sincere and humble heart, those things that are uh, going to glorify God. And you know, so you know, we need that personal time. We've, we've got to uh, spend that time on our knees. Now, people say, well, how long should I pray? You know, there's differing answers on that. Uh, some people think that you need to pray a minimum of 30 minutes. Some people believe that you need to pray for a minimum of an hour. Uh, you know, I'm under the impression, or the belief rather, That you pray as long as you feel led to pray. That may be 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I mean, I don't know. It could be an hour. It might be two hours. I don't know. That's between you and God. But you've got to go before God in all humility and spending sincere time of prayer, seeking His will out, for your life and what he what he wants for you, not trying to see what you can get out of God to benefit you. Does that make sense? And the fact that we need to make sure we're searching God out daily with a humble heart. God, what do you want for my life? Where do you want to take me? Where what should I do? Where should I go? You know, really sincerely seeking out the things of the Lord. And uh, you know, and it's so sad that so many people want to put God in a box. And I think a lot of people don't think that uh, there is real substantial power of prayer. You know, we're getting ready to have the uh, Barry Mason toy run, and it was uh, Rusty, he was watching, us, his stepdad, and and that's one thing, I remember Barry, when he came to the church, giving his testimony, he talked about uh, how, uh, you know, he was heavily involved and how his angels, and he talked about how his mother would sincerely spend time in prayer praying over him. And she would even come into the bars and such. In fact, uh, if I, if, if you can go to YouTube and watch uh, Fallen Angel about Barry Mason's life. It's on YouTube. But, um, you know, and she would even come to the bars and praying over and praying over him. And, and, you know, the Lord answered that prayer in a dramatic way. You look at the mighty amount of lives that Barry touched. And so never underestimate the power of a, of a mama's prayer or a daddy's prayer. But there is great power in prayer. I'm a living example of that. You know, I... Uh, uh, many years ago, well, I was been back to see about 2005, 2005, 2004, three somewhere in there. Uh, I was having they thought was something neurological going on, uh, and uh, my head was shaking uncontrollably. My hands were shaking uncontrollably. Uh, my wife had, had to cut my food. Uh, it was uh, it was miserable. Uh, you know, I didn't want to go out public because people would stare. Uh, I was going to have to go up to uh, uh, Johns Hopkins, and they want to see about maybe even having to. I opened my brain up to see if they could figure out what was going on there. And through the mighty uh, prayers of so many people, uh, the Lord healed me dramatically and miraculously. Uh, see, was, that's was not the point I was even uh, t- I attempted suicide because I didn't want to keep living like it. It was miserable. It was horrible. My kids were praying. My dad family was praying. praying uh, the church family was praying. And the Lord healed me in a dramatic way. But I believe the Lord was using that. To get me in a certain direction because I didn't want to be in the ministry. That's why I joined the Air Force. That's why I've done everything in the world, I majored in everything that ETSU had to offer. I didn't want to be a pastor. But uh, through a, a series of crazy events, the Lord uh, opened those doors. And I never completed anything, never finished nothing in my life. I'd start stuff and never finish it uh, school or whatever, work. That's why I had so many jobs. But um, when the Lord touched my heart in a mighty way, that's, that's when I completed my education and got my mind in the right place, and, and, you know, but it still hadn't been easy. But my point is, don't underestimate the power of prayer. There is great power in prayer, and we don't need to. You know, The devil wants us to minimize uh, our strength in Jesus Christ, our strength in God, to make it think that uh, it's not big enough. Uh, in order to overcome certain obstacles in our life, when it is it is uh, when God is victorious and far more powerful uh, than anything the devil can throw at us, our biggest problems is just but just a, a, a tiny little thing uh, in the sight of God. So there is nothing that we can't overcome through the power of prayer. And uh, but again, we have to pray with all humility uh, before an Almighty God and not treat God like an Almighty Genie. You know, like I said uh, before, it is. Um, So many people have, uh, a lot the time they pray is when uh, (laughs) they see those blue lights in their mirror. Uh, You know, I I dare say there's probably been atheists out there when they see those lights flashing in the mirror going, Oh God, please, oh God, please. (laughs) You know, it makes you sick to your stomach to see those lights. And uh, I hate it. I hate it with a passion when I see that. Because it's it's that sickening feeling when you are in a hurry or just... uh, I have a lead foot, I drive kind of fast, and you don't see the cop hiding in the corner somewhere, right as you see him in the corner of your eye, you know it's too late, you know it's too late, you know, and then you here, you're like, oh please, <laughs> you know. <laughs> in fact, one time, when I was going to Grand Bible College of Bristol, uh, I was late, uh, getting to my, uh, this midterms or finals, and uh, uh, this is over in uh, uh, Piney Flats, Cop pulled me over as I was speeding and blew through a red light, <laughs> and uh, he pulls me over. I just happened to be in my wife's car at the time. He said, "Let's see, I have your uh, license and registration." I went to get my license, forgot my wallet at home. I thought, "Oh crap!" And, uh, before he so, "See, I've I, I had my driver's license. I memorized my Social Security. I memorized and, uh, and he said, "Let me see your license. Let me see your registration and over the registration, insurance. Open the glove compartment. Nothing's there." I thought, I am going to jail, and I, I give the guy my driver's license numbers and everything, and he goes back there, and he's back there forever. I thought, they are going to haul me off, and uh, he comes back up there, and he said, uh, listen, man, he said, you're going to cost me more. He said, what was you doing? I said, "I said you've seen my books. I'm heading to school over here. I'm in Bible college, and he said, uh, he goes, well, he said, your license number checked out and everything. He said, listen, you're going to create more paperwork than you're worth. He said, just get out of here and slow down. I said, oh, thank you, Lord. So that, that, i tell you what, he could have really burned my bacon big time if he wanted to. But, uh, you know, but again, we need to understand what our weaknesses are. Those are the kind of things we need to be praying about. But remember, we might not always know what to pray for. And that's a great thing. That's why we have the paracletos, the Holy Spirit, uh, to make intercession for us, uh, that uh, to help us to, uh, to help us with our our prayers, because sometimes we don't always pray for what we should or how we should, and uh, so that's why the Holy Spirit works on our behalf to talk to God in our in, in 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 our favor. And again, you know, God's not up there with a with a you know out to get us, and, and Jesus our our intermediary, uh, and the Holy Spirit is not holding him back to keep from destroying us. That's nothing but further from the truth. That's why He sent His only Son. He's loving and benevolent, but because we don't know always how to pray like we should, they talk to of god on our behalf and uh, so that's why i always pray every morning lord let uh, you know please lord uh uh, let uh, the holy spirit talk to you and and uh and let my heart go out to you and that's one thing we've got to really do you know we might not you know we i think sometimes we think about uh, being spiritual giants and uh, and that's a lofty goal to have but you know we just need to be go to god in all humility uh, Hudson Taylor said, all God's giants have been weak men who did great things for God because they reckoned on God being with them. We fail to pray because we think that we're strong enough to handle life without God. It's encouraging here in Romans 8:26 that God doesn't comfort us or condemn us for being weak. Rather, he sends his spirit to help us in our weakness. So what a wonderful thing. You know, and when you read things like that, it's very encouraging because I do feel in my, uh, I feel weak, you know, and I feel lowly, and I feel like the last man that needs to be doing devotions or preaching or teaching, and uh, and that's why I just give, pour my heart out to God. Your stance went right on my motorcycle, praise God I didn't have to sell it, and uh, the Lord wore things out so I, I could keep it, and uh, and I am just spending time of prayer, you know, and uh, just really sincerely seeking the Lord and just and taking some back roads, and that's one thing I like about my bike. I can just... Just me and the Lord, just getting out there riding writing and just enjoying that time with me and God and just really sincerely praying and really searching, seeking the Lord out uh, and uh, what He wants me to, how to further the gospel and to touch hearts and minds. But um, our weakness, I think, helps extend our prayer lives, helps us draw closer to, cause, to God because it demonstrates that we are nothing without God and we can do nothing without God and out of our weakness we depend upon him mightily. and that's what god wants he wants to depend upon him 100 percent in all things in all areas of our lives when we get to the point we think we can do it without god that's when you will fail and that's when you mess up so my friends i urge you and beg you to spend good quality time with the lord today spending time in prayer spending time in the word it will only help you in your spiritual walk with god you want that intimate relationship with jesus Christ. will help you with the battles to come and uh, it'll help you have a better day so at this time let's have a word of prayer therefore lord we thank you love you and praise you lord thank you so much for your grace and your mercy and lord uh, we love you and praise you and lord help us every day to have a better prayer life to show more dependence upon you to have a closer relationship with you help us to serve you well of our heart soul mind body and being And lord i want to lift up uh, Brandy, you continue your prayer, a uh, healing upon her, and I pray that you'll be with uh, Ron Thompson, and I pray that you'll be with Wendy, uh, with Ginger Hood, and uh, Kim Penix. I pray that you'll be with Larry and Donna Knight, and uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with Eddie Green. Lord, be with all my brothers and sisters who are watching and listening this morning, and that you'll watch over, protect them, be with our children and spouses as they're going out and about their day, and Lord, just uh, keep them safe and well, and bring them back home safely, put a holy edge of protection about them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all for tuning in and watching this morning. And I uh, do hope and pray that uh, uh, you all have a good and wonderful day. Don't forget now, this uh, Sunday, uh, we're having the Barry Mason Memorial Toy Run. That's Sunday, November 7th. Uh, we'll be leaving the church at uh, 1 o'clock at Fountain Life Bible Church. So be sure to come on out and take part of that. Or if you just want to give a donation, that'll be good. That'll be used to help by... Christmas gifts for children that are in need, so be sure to be a part of that. But everybody, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.